Hi there, and welcome to the first episode of True North Nerds for the year 2019. I am Brent Chittenden, and I am the the co-host and one of the co-hosts and producer of this lovely show. Um, there's a good chance a couple of you might be new. You might be coming over due to my appearances on uh, News Talk 1010 or possibly post-wrestling, and... If that's the case, that you're new to the show, uh, thank you for coming and listening. Hopefully you dig it. Uh, all I ask is if you do dig it, please go to the uh, the subscription service of your choice that you're listening to this on, like uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and uh, rate and review us. It'll leave us some good info, and hopefully that can uh, generate some more people listening to the show, and then we can do some cool stuff later on if we get enough people listening. Uh, with all that in mind, uh, thank you again for giving us a shot, and on with the show. Set your phasers to sexy. Hey, you, reading comic books like the way you look, like the way you always mess with your hair. Playing PS3, it's just you and me in my dreams, and I want to go to bed. I like you, I like you, I like the way you're ignoring me. I like you, I like you. So set your phases a sexy. I have papers for writing the scribbles and stuff on it. That's kind of like a list. That does constitute a list. See? I couldn't remember any TV shows I've seen this year. People people like lists until they have to actually write them themselves. Yeah, I like lists. I have a whole book of them. I'm very I'm very happy that I use apps to keep track of everything now. Mm. (laughs) I like lists until I have to do the homework part. There's a a a wrestler wrestling app like that now to keep track of your favorite matches. Uh, Uh, Oh jeez, nerd. Yeah. You don't use Goodreads to keep track of books? No, I don't like Goodreads. Speaking of, of nerds, of listen nerds, welcome to a new episode of True North Nerds! Yay! It's the first episode of 2019! Yay! Yay. Happy two-year anniversary! Yeah! Welcome! Did, you, did we drop it around this time? Yep, yep. The first, the first, been coming the first published on episode. On Facebook for wow. the last few days. Oh, Thank cool. you for listening for, to us for two whole years. Two years. Welcome to the future. You, 2019. You, you about certain people, like Rex, who is not only listened for probably, I think he got in a little bit later. I don't think he was around no, at the start. He found us, he came across us at the Barry Library. But because he was in, to, he was our one person in the audience has become a fan has gotten to know us and has, still listens to us has invited what? me over to his had me at his house for New Year's. Whoa. <laughs> uh, so this episode is going to be our favorites of 2018, and for this it is unfortunately just the the original people so far. Um, why Snow is that Hawk unfortunate? Not unfortunate. Well, people Hawk like cosplay. us. You just said that. Two years. People have been listening. No, no. I meant like Snowhawk Cosplay was going to join us, right. but unfortunately with his travel schedule, it, it didn't work out. I'm hoping to... 
I'm thinking I'm going to try and do a bonus episode next week where I rope a couple people in for five or ten minutes. Cool. And get, like, their best of picks, including him. Maybe we can get a Skype or, or something going. I don't exactly know yet. If I haven't even like talked to, be... to him about it. So <laughs> if he's listening to this and going, what? <laughs> Sorry, Ed. You might be getting a text from me. Uh. Um. So with us is Jen. Hi. And Ryan. That's me. And Kevin. That was me the last time I checked. At least that's it what it says is. in your underpants. <laughs> <laughs> Who writes their name on their underpants anymore? Really? Oh no! Usually it's your mom that writes them in your underpants for you, right? I, I when never you go to camp, that. Like, I think that was if oh, you had siblings and you all had similar underpants, and uh, so your mom yes. could tell the difference. Yeah, my sister and I did not have the same. Underwear. I certainly I hope, hope not. not. But we don't judge. No. If you did, no, or no. still do, that's your. That's up to you. Hey, really, if you can find a unisex underwear that can go for like kids and save both the environment and your wallet, good on you. <laughs> so before we dive into the, the our our favorites in movies, television, comics, video games, and action figures and whatnot, uh, let's go with the news. Okay, so first and most importantly, I'm going to take a, this opportunity to promote the fact. That I was right. Uh oh. Okay. About? About our predictions. Well, at least I was the closest to being right. Price is right, rules. There's a first uh, time for everything? For our, how much Aquaman was going to be oh, made. Oh, okay. So you. To the back. point that Rex even texted me about this like a week ago because I had completely <laughs> forgotten about oh, it. Oh, way to pay attention, Rex. So. Who, uh, we, I, I'm assuming I came in dead last. Oh, no, I that, probably so. came in dead last because I didn't oh, even know what did we you were doing. Oh, I wrote it down. That's why I no just threw I, out a random number. Uh, Kevin had guessed 550 million. Brent was 400. Jen was 450, and I was seven. But it's over a billion, so we're all way off. Well, has it reached a billion now? Well, I that's just know worldwide. that. Were we talking domestic or worldwide? I think we, I think were, we talking were talking worldwide. worldwide. Uh, Otherwise, I wouldn't have said 700 domestic. Yeah, well, it's we were just doing for grand totals. But anyway, yes, when I wrote this down as of uh, January second, uh, it was at eight hundred and twenty-two million worldwide. It is now the best uh, money-making DC film. It yes. has now surpassed Wonder Woman and uh, Batman vs Superman, which it, like it made a lot of money, but it had a steep drop off too. Like it, it made all its money first weekend, and then went. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> It is currently sitting at nine hundred forty-five million. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so, wow. yesterday it did very Seventh. well in China, yeah, amongst other places. Well, it continues that, to do well in China. Yeah. That Chinese market is more and more important these days. So, yep. as we, what we should start learning Cantonese and do the do was it dual. Cantonese or Mandarin? Which is both? The... We'll learn it in both. I'm sure it can't be hard to learn two languages. <laughs> Go for it. I barely can. I, I barely speak English. Come yeah. on, English barely speaks English. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so moving yeah, on, it made, it made a lot of money. Yep. And I just you know, needed to get that recorded for posterity. So the thing about that that's kind of uh, interesting is remember before this, like uh, probably late summer, early fall. We were hearing the rumors that they might be doing a reboot of the, all their DC stuff or a soft reboot at any rate. Yep. This kind of points in the direction that that might not happen because two of the Justice League characters did really, really well. Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Yeah. Yep. So not you don't Superman want to, and Batman. Yeah. Wonder no, Woman and Aquaman. But that's the, the thing. 
if there was if they were to come out with a standalone Batman movie right now, my money would be that it would make the same kind of money. And if they made a Superman movie and did it right, mm. like they did these, like in the same tone mm. as these last two movies, it would do well. But my point is, I don't think they'll get jettison everything. No, exactly. Point. No, no, exactly. I, I, like. Two out of four, because I don't think Cyborg's getting his own movie. I don't think that's scheduled, it, right? Uh, it was at one point. Oh, same right. with like the Flash. Everything yeah, after this year is sort of up in the air. Yeah. Like this year the we same get, with that Flash movie that keeps getting, losing directors, yeah. losing writers, not being written. It's written There's a it's, Green Lantern core movie that might happen. There's the Birds of Prey movie that may happen. There's well, the, that, that, the, the Birds the of Prey is also the Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, so there's a Harley happening. and Joker movie that might happen. Yeah, yeah. we have a we have a Joker we, movie well, that's yeah, not connected that to anything Joker next movie year with Joaquin Phoenix yep. in it. That's I think it'll be interesting to see how Shazam does. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, movie. that one looks good. Uh, way to go, DC. Yep. Uh, so more DC news. Uh, so thankfully, uh, us here up in the Great White North will be able to watch the new season of Young Justice. It will be airing Sunday nights on Teletoon. Mm-hmm. As of this release, uh, the first two episodes will have been yesterday. Can you watch stuff on Teletoon's app? Do you know? I Anyone? looked for a Teletoon app today and couldn't find, find one. one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't help even, you there. Who owns Teletoon? Chorus. Chorus? All right. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, it could be on one of the on-demand apps, but uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Well, but. that's cool. I, I'm glad it's going to get some eyeballs beyond Netflix up here. Like, not that Netflix doesn't have a huge reach, but... Because yeah, that, that show was so good. Yeah. 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 I'm looking and, forward to the new season. And just from what I've heard... That happens in the first episode alone. It's like, yeah, I want to watch this. And they're airing, at least this week, they're airing two episodes back to back. Yeah, yeah. Which makes me think: Are they will that catch just to is it just to catch some up to the U.S. streaming app, or maybe like the following week will it be two episodes again? But it'll be like you know, one episode from the week before, then a new episode, and just kind of do that overlapping. Who knows? I do not know. I tried looking online. There wasn't much information. Yeah, no announcement or anything. I just I found the schedule. I find and that had the two episodes listed, and that was it. With the with the risk of me getting blackballed from some company, I find most Canadian media company websites or well, their offshoot websites all tend to be terrible. Like just just point blank, Uh, like. CTV's website seems to be okay, but like beyond that, like I I haven't tried it in a year, but I know Space's website to try casting anything off of it onto my TV just was not worth it. Oh, I I don't have any issues with C- with Space Go. Oh, really? Okay, maybe I'll try it again because the last time like I tried it to, because we uh, during the uh, Capal- last Capaldi season of Doctor Who. It was. It wouldn't frame right with my uh, TV. It wouldn't, and sometimes it would just be endless loop of the ad. Oh yeah, just like not, just would not kick into the program. Like you know, your show starts in fifteen seconds, and at, after this ad, and then the the ad would just kick back on again, saying the exact same thing. So that's that's just my little gripe. But yeah. yeah, yay, yay, Young Justice. Chorus appears to have apps for all of their channels, but Teletoon. Disney Channel, YTV, no. Disney Junior. What's that top one? Was that it? Oh, just that's the, the me. That's the yeah. 
Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. I just thought... Global, but, history... Mm-hmm. Now, it could appear on one of those other ones. Like, it could be part of the YTV Go app. It could. Oh, maybe, yeah. Because some... Like, they're not some the story. only ones that would do that. All the kids' channels in Canada are owned by Chorus. Huh. YTV, Teletoon... Even the Disney one. Disney... Yeah, yeah, because it's it's like a it's like a rights lease. It's not yeah. actually owned by Disney or done anything with other than you get the rights to Disney programming and stuff. So, All right. So, so anyway, um, so more DC streaming news. Uh, Luke Wilson was announced today as joining uh, the DC Universe uh, Stargirl series. Yep. He's going to be playing her stepfather, uh, Pat Dugan, who is also known as Stripe, which was the big oh. robot. The, so he's the, the guy that he's pilots the guy the in robot. the robot. Yeah. From uh, John's uh, run of Stars and Stripe. I guess not a bad uh, choice, um, just because, like, you know, the age... Fits about right because yeah. the, the actress he's a stepdad is like nineteen, too, so. I think, or twenty. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I like. Okay. I, I don't mind him. You know, I, I always think back to old school. Yeah, that's really the movie of his. That I that, always think Royal Tannenbaums for some reason, but yeah, yeah, old school too. I always get him and Owen Wilson mixed up, so I couldn't tell you who was in which movie. <laughs> uh, Luke Wilson always looks confused. <laughs> Owen Wilson goes, "Wow." Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, he's got Usually has the longer hair because he was a he was a boxer in his youth, like an amateur or something, and got it busted quite a few times. Next. So my last bit of stuff, I guess DC type news. Uh, so the CW has officially ordered a pilot for a Batwoman Yay! series, and it's oh. being directed by a Game of Thrones director. Oh, I didn't catch that part. Yeah. He also did the first episodes of most of the other Arrowverse shows. Oh, okay. Yeah, he is. A, he, uh, I can't remember what his name is, but he's like their, their lucky charm. Yeah. They just bring him out for the first episode I think of everything he did, now. I think nice. he established Flash and Supergirl. Yeah. I'm not sure about Legends. I don't think Legends. It's not a bad idea because then you get kind of a, if you follow that director's lead, you get kind of a co- cohesive look to everything, right? Yeah. It's, uh, what, like Kevin Smith has said, directing that show is basically you just kind of walk on and everything's like a well-oiled machine. And yeah. Like, cause that's why, like, if you watch his episodes, other than the fact that Jason Mew shows up in them, yeah. you can't tell yeah. his episode from any of the others. Yeah, he's no. done Flash and Supergirl, right? Yeah. Yeah, a couple times now. Uh, so we got, uh, ooh, we got all kinds of Star Trek news. I've got one, and then Kevin's got a bunch more, apparently. Yeah. But apparently, uh, the fourth installment of the Star Trek fr- movies in the JJ-verse has been canceled. Aww. Doesn't it, surprise me. Well, yeah, like we've already reported months ago that there was problems with Chris Pine and Chris Helmsworth walking away over uh, contract disputes. Yeah. And it sounded like the idea, part of the story was going to be involving time travel with Kirk's father, and well, it just it, sounds yeah. convoluted to me. Like, just give us a Star Trek movie. Was yeah. Simon Pegg working on the script for that one? Does anybody know? I think he was. Yeah. He was working on a script, a Star Trek script anyway. Simon Pegg's the best part of those movies. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree. Although I, I like Chris Pine and um, what's his name? The guy who plays Spock. Uh, Zach, Zach, Zach Zarto. Yeah. yeah, I like them all too, but... Simon Pegg's the best. 
Um, so in Star Trek television news, this just released today as we're recording. Um, Alex Kurtzman uh, was interviewed by Hollywood Reporter, mm-hmm. and he has announced that there is a second animated Star Trek show in the works right now, too. Oh, I forgot about that animated show. Right. That so, yeah, so there's the Rick and Morty guys um, yeah. Star Trek show called Lower Decks. This one, oh, and he also, the Rick and Morty guy, uh, wrote the last short trek that was on last week. The oh, really? Harry okay, so I have to rewatch That's why that it was stuff. quite funny. Okay. Uh, Which yeah. one, Justin Rowland or the the dude who did Community? Uh, Mike McMahon. Oh, okay. Neither one of the main Rick and Morty guys. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Uh, so this new animated show is going to be kid focused. Um, some of the just like you get in every fan community, some of the people are like some of the some of the quote unquote fans are like, how dare they do this? Because Kurtzman compared Star Trek to Star Wars and he said there was a point of view character in Luke for young people who got him into the universe. Mm. So he's looking to do the same thing for Star Trek. Okay. Uh, so um, it's going to be an animated show. We don't know anything about setting. Starring Wesley Crusher. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and it may not be on no. CBS All Access. He's a Native American god now. He's not coming back. Oh, I forgot. Uh, it, apparently, somebody didn't see the last, last gen, next generation movie because he did. He yeah. was at Riker and Troy's wedding in a Starfleet outfit that is never explained why. Did he have a star, an actual Starfleet outfit on? He's I wearing, thought he was just wearing like nope, regular he's clothes. Wearing like a, the the white dress uniform that the rest of them are. Yeah. Oh, was he? They oh. they explain it in a deleted scene or one that never got filmed. Okay, that he still has his godlike powers. He shows up uh, and is naked when he shows up. So they give him whoever, whichever cast member was close to his height or whatever. Oh, is their there somebody uniform for the wedding? Oh, okay, yeah. I thought it would be something cooler, like he's part of that secret section, whatever. No. So uh, the other thing that was announced uh, is that there will be at least two more um, short treks, and they will be animated. Oh. And it looks like they won't. Ha- they we won't have to wait too long after the end of the Discovery season. So like within a month of Discovery ending this year, we're gonna get these short treks. Um, they want to have Star Trek on all the time on CBS All Access, so people don't cancel their subscriptions. No. <laughs> um, Is there any other original programming on it other yes, than Star Trek? There's the Good Fight, the Good Wife spinoff. Oh, okay. Twilight Zone is coming very soon. Uh, the oh, Jordan yeah. Peele Twilight yeah, Zone. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, um, so that is coming. And then there was also um, some news about the Picard series, and apparently, uh, the Picard show, uh, which still doesn't have a real title, um, is going to really play off of the destruction of Romulus from the first of the JJ Star Trek movies. Because that happened in the Prime Universe. Oh, so it's <laughs> going to continue off past that. So then we'll get. Yeah. So, so that's good. I, I like that. So it's still taking place in Picard's regular timeline, in that original timeline. Yeah. Okay, good. So uh, Kurtzman said to The Hollywood Reporter that Picard's life was radically altered by the dissolution of the Romulan Empire. Uh, and so that will set the stage for where we'll find the captain. There is a comic book series that explains how Spock got to Romulus, and it involves the Enterprise. So, uh, and like, I think Picard was was sort of shuttling diplomats between Romulus and the Federation too. So, I think uh, I think we're going to have an interesting um, Romulan series with the Picard show. Hmm. So, Could be. Yeah. 
So that's uh, what we knew. Um, Kurtzman said that Patrick Stewart regre- agreed to return only if he could defy what people are used to seeing with Trek. He threw down an amazing gauntlet and said, if we do this, I want it to be so different. I want it to be both what people remember, but also not what they're expecting at all. Otherwise, why do it? So, uh, Which is what he's been saying all along. Yeah, yeah. he's which, towing that line. Which means there's going to be a bunch of fans who are like, this isn't the real Picard. Yeah. And then he said he walked into the room. uh, Stuart walked into the room and had a huge smile on his face and said, "This is wonderful." Of the meeting they had in March of last year uh, about the show, and it was then that he uh, he he knew that uh, this would work. So cool. So that is what we know about new Star Trek, and that show is supposed to debut this fall. Yeah. So one of the things that uh, escaped Ryan's news notes. Oh, or did that, it? That's just a quick thing. Oh, you had more after um, Star Trek? Oh, no. I'm, well, yeah, I still have other news notes. Oh, do you have the Batista news? Yes. Okay. Let's Okay. Then go to the. No, go for it. Uh, okay. Sorry. I thought you, I thought you were done. <laughs> no, no. Than I the, still have other notes. Other than the other thing. No. But uh, yeah, so Dave Bautista is going to be in Dune because yep. yeah. he wasn't content with just being in, uh, like being awesome in that Blade Runner sequel. He and being Drax, he's going for science fiction, <laughs> the hat trick here with Dune. He's trying to hit all the major franchises. Yeah, I guess him. So it's uh, Dennis Villeneuve is the guy who directed the last Blade Runner. Also, he's done directed the Arrival and the original Sicario. Uh, so I guess he, the two of them must have gotten along well, because now he's in Dune, and we don't know much more about what's going on with that, other than it's ramping up pre-production right now by the looks of it. Hmm. I don't, I, I don't know the name of the character, but there is one character in particular I like. I could completely see Batista playing and from the book, but I just can't think of it off the top of my Dumb. head. So. Um. So other things that I've got in the news. So yes, I had that. Uh, I guess so. Last night was the Golden Globes. Yes. And on top of uh, one of my fav- favorite movies of the year, uh, winning a best animated picture, that was uh, Into the Spider Verse. We've got best animated picture at the Golden Globes last night. Um, but uh, Kevin Feige was walking the red carpet mm-hmm. and was asked about you know. Marvel movies, because that's what you ask Kevin Feige about. Yes. And he talked about how pretty much, I guess, any trailers we see for Endgame are going to give, you know, in theory, not spoil anything. Uh, So far, what we've seen from this first trailer could possibly be within, like, the first 20 minutes of the movie. That's what they're saying. Um that uh, he's really looking forward to playing with the Fox characters mm-hmm. yeah. because that deal is supposed to close at the end of this month. Well, I thought it closed on January 1st. It didn't. Oh. I guess you know it's one of those lawyer things. Everything yeah. I keep hearing is saying end of January now. Yeah. But uh, he, was, he was going on about uh, a, a Silver Surfer movie, or at least idea, because I forget yeah. uh, there was the director... Oh, what movie? One of these uh, was... It? Oh, shit. I'm going to get it wrong. Um, get Out, maybe? Oh, Jordan Peele? Maybe. he. I think he expressed an interest in doing... I could kind of see, kind of uh, see Silver it. Surfer movie. The, both Key and Peele are big nerds, so it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. Was he me. involved in Ant-Man? No. Okay, then... 
Because he did mention that whoever it was that had expressed that they had said that they had worked with him before, that he was a, you know, a true fan, and that he had done some work with them on Ant-Man. Maybe it was Ant-Man and the Wasp. But oh, anyway, okay. so yeah, Anyways. so there's there's all kinds of there's an interview out there. It's it's you know it's him not giving any details yeah, about anything, but still just, talking he's about He's hyping stuff. it without giving away a yep. single thing. Yep. Um, Black Panther didn't win anything last night. Doesn't surprise me. No. no. There's still, I guess, there was hope that it was going to get, I don't know, win an Oscar or at least be nominated for Oscars, but that hasn't happened yet. But the Oscar noms aren't out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, Into the Spider-Verse got Best Animated Picture. Yeah, uh, well-deserved, too. Like, to be, honest, to be fair? To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Um, it's a tough competition this year in that animated category. Like, the just the, the, the amount of animated movies that I saw that were just really solid, or, like, it's, it would be hard to choose, but that's a good one. Like I, yeah. I can, I can agree with that choice. I wouldn't flip the table over it. Uh, and I guess really that's it for me. Other than uh, for you, our wrestling. You know, other, <laughs> there was some wrestling news that came uh, out. Uh, I'll leave that to Brent. Quite excited. <laughs> so, well, it does sort of affect the the television landscape a little bit because one of the things that we noticed last year is the WWE got huge amounts of money from Fox uh, because they are a relatively live sporting event, quite like event. Yep. So all elite wrestling has is a new promotion that's being funded by the Khan family who are like the 250th richest family on the planet. Yeah. They own football teams, teams. Jackson Jaguars and Jacksonville Jaguars and, and one of the soccer premier team league and, teams. Yeah. yeah. Amongst it, it, they own a company called Flexingate, which if you've worked in the auto industry, you've probably dealt with them at some point. I was surprisingly one of those people that I've made parts for them. There you go. Yeah, so the, they've had some, they had a press conference today. Um, the the cool things about it that they announced amongst, like, they've signed Chris Jericho to their promotion. Uh, well, the young, well, for those who don't the know, Bucks. the Young Bucks are involved. They're one of the players behind this venture, uh, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And uh, they they have uh, signed a, a guy who used to be called Neville. He's now called Pac. And oh, is he what they signed awesome. him? Yeah, he showed up. So the the one thing about it that struck me is they have said that their pay is going to be very good, which like any company is going to say that. But this is one of the first times where they they have stated that female wrestlers will get paid exactly the same as the guys, which is really kind of cool. So I'm I'm following that. <laughs> that's that's Ryan and Brent's wrestling minute for yeah. the show. <laughs> is and if anybody from that uh, company is uh, listening, I would be happy to work for you as a copywriter. Uh, <laughs> I'll move to Jacksonville. The price check. The price. Uh, Brent will even be a towel boy. Oh no, <laughs> they can get really sweaty. It'd be really gross. Which brings us to the main event of this episode, our favorites from 2018. Now, we state favorite because it's not necessarily the best. We have limited wallets here at True North Nerds, so we can only see X amount of movies every year. Um, we all see different films, too, Like there, and there's a couple movies from the end of last year that we still haven't seen yet. Like I know Jen hasn't seen uh, Mary Poppins yet, for instance. Nope. Um, there's 
a couple movies that I like sort of dramas and horror films I didn't get a chance to check out before the end of the year. So keep that in mind. And uh, some of it as well with the, the toys and things of that nature. It's also stuff that we acquired in 2018. Yeah. So let's start with the, uh, the, the big category, which will also kind of lead into some subset categories. Favorite films of the year. Jen, do you want to start us off? Because you were the... You were keeping track of every movie you watched this year and every book you read. So yeah. you were the smart one. So this year I learned um, <laughs> because usually at this time of year I go, oh, crap, I don't remember any movies I saw in the previous year. That's what I said. Because usually I watch it and then almost immediately forget about it. Now is your, I made a list as well. Yes. Is your list in any particular order? Alphabetical. Okay, so it, <laughs> it's not necessarily what your number one favorite film was, no. unless you oh. state otherwise. My list is chronological in <laughs> okay. the order I saw them. Yeah, so, so that's I my just... list is in the order I thought of them. <laughs> and I actually have I have my favorite film of the year. Oh, so I, 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 I was able to pick one. Ooh. Everything else is sort of like pretty much on the level with yep. one another. I don't know. Do you want me to read off all the movies I saw or just my no, top No, just don't tell us all your movies, please. You uh, got it narrowed down, right? Yes. So my top five movies in alphabetical order because um, I couldn't decide yep. which your one five I favorites. the best. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Avengers Infinity War. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And T-Titans Go to the Movies. <laughs> Teen Titans was a movie I completely had forgotten came out this so year. So did I. It actually bumped and, and, Ready and Player Black One. Black Panther. Those were the two that I'm like, oh yeah. I haven't seen that year. yet. I keep meaning to, uh, when I was here on Friday, I was going to actually ask you to borrow it. Oh, yeah, 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 it's great. It's very funny. Yeah, so Teen Titans Go I forgot about and it bumped Ready Player One. So if I had to add a sixth movie, it would have been Ready Player One. Mm. So yeah, those are my top five. Was oh. it, so... A fair amount of superhero movies. Like, we do see superhero movies, but That's they say... basically I, all we watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of superhero yeah. Like, the non-superhero movies, I'm going to find my complete list. I won't read it all, but... There like wasn't the, a huge the amount The non-superhero movies I saw uh, were Coco, Hamlet. Uh, Kevin and I went and oh, saw yeah. Hamlet, which was nice. <laughs> we went and saw Pacific Rim, too. Um, yeah. Mamma Mia. Not on my list. Crazy oh, yeah. Rich Asians. Bohemian Rhapsody. That's about it. Well, that reminds, you saw oh. Mamma Mia as part of Stars and Strollers with my sister, didn't you? Yeah, I went with your sister and your mom. Yeah, so I, I had completely, I went with my sister on in that same sort of venue to see Tag. And I, until you mentioned that, I completely forgotten that I'd yeah. seen Tag this year. And then, I don't know, like, <laughs> does Crimes of Grindelwald count as a move, as a comic booky movie? No. We saw it. It's a genre. It's a genre. Um... Yeah, on December the 29th, so just squeaking in under the wire, Brent and I watched Miss an Impossible Fallout and Venom. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Venom? It couldn't decide what the hell it wanted to be. Like, it, that's the thing that bugged me the most about that. It's like, oh, I'm a scary alien. I'm going to kill you all. No, I'm not going to kill you all. Hey, now we're buddies. Oh, I'm going to help you get laid. And now it's a buddy cop movie. I'm like, what the fucking hell's going on? But I really liked the interaction between Eddie and Venom. Like I liked it was the he was best talking part to himself. Yeah. That part was hilarious. But the movie had no idea what it wanted to be and was very odd. And I was just like, pick a genre. Just just pick one. Don't try to be all of them. Did you have any uh, standout acting performances that sort of stuck in your mind from any of the movies? Or 
I really liked Ralph and Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, no. <laughs> you did? Really? Because I, can, I, I'm I sure know. I remember you complaining about Ralph when Only we left the, the movie. I complained about, about I didn't like the whiny all the movie long. Yeah, I didn't like the end. But I liked everything else about the movie. I don't know. I don't really pay attention no, okay. to like. I, I just thought I would ask. Jude Law was pretty hot. <coughs> <laughs> Jason, who Jason who is Momoa. hotter, Jude Law as Dumbledore oh. or Jason Momoa as Aquaman? There, <laughs> or the progressive Bumblebee of our, of our show back by well, five that's years. hard because Jude Law was like classical three piece suit hot, <laughs> and Jason Momoa is like no shirt soaking wet hot. So it's really difficult. <laughs> like apples and oranges is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> I hope the ladies listening are appreciating this. Well, we we get more of Jude Law or the this guys. year because he is in Captain Marvel. He is. Yes, yep. he is. Oh, sweet. See, I purposely don't pay much attention to the plots or anything about the superhero movies coming out because I'm like, there's no point. I'm going to see them anyway, and then talk about them for and an then hour. talk about <laughs> them for yep. an hour. So mm-hmm. I don't bother. Like I watch the trailers. When Brent is like, hey, have you seen the trailer? But other than that, I don't read about it and I don't do any kind of research because I'm like, I'm going to see it. I might as well go in and be surprised. Yeah. Anyway, those are my top five movies. You want me to do my other lists or are we just sticking? No, we'll do do movies all the way around. I totally forgot to make a list of toys. (laughs) That's okay. Ryan. Uh, so I totally couldn't pick uh, like movies that were my favorites to narrow it down to five and really... I didn't couldn't think of the movies I even saw because I didn't make a list. You wanted me to buy you a little notebook. Mine has a unicorn on it. He's got a notebook. It's sitting right in front of him. Yeah. I use letterbox. Mine has a unicorn uh, since high school. See, I used this for package design two, graphic design six, and portfolio development. You did a lot of notes in those classes. I took no notes in those classes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've got a whole binder, a whole book full of. Because yeah, that, anyway. Anyway. Anyway, but yeah, no, so I will pick up my favorite movie of the year in my list. So my favorite movie of the year is Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. Good choice. Good That's choice. my favorite. Kind of thought that would be your I favorite. just, I, I, well, like you guys saw me when we left. I loved that movie. It hit, hit, it, it like, hit all the right buttons. I still want to see it again. Yes. Yeah, so do same. I, actually. Uh, anyone that's asked me about it, I've recommended it. Whether they, you know, say, oh, my kid wants to see this. I don't know anything about it. I was like, take them. They'll love it. And even if you don't know anything, you'll still enjoy it. Mm. And for most people that I've said that to, they've come back and told me, yeah, no, my kid loved yeah. it. And it was pretty good. I liked it, too. So it's like, once you get past it's a cartoon. Like, get over yourself. It's just, you know, have fun. But it's a good, yeah. Uh, and like Jen, of, of course, Avengers Infinity War is on my list. Yep. Um, Black Panther's on my list. I guess Ant-Man and Wasp, which I've actually seen more times than I've seen Black Panther. Uh-huh. Now yeah. that I think of I it. Saw, we saw Ant-Man and Wasp twice in the theaters. Yeah. I yeah. saw it once in the theater and once at a drive-in. Yeah. I think oh, I only saw it cool. once in the theater, but I've watched it a couple times on like home release Yeah, since I've gotten it and stuff. Um, but yeah, I totally forgot about Ready Player One. That was a fun movie. Yeah, I enjoyed and it. And then oh, yeah. even just some of the Netflix movies, I really need to make a better list next year and keep track of what I watch or this year. Yeah. Because there's like, you know, the Netflix released movies... Yeah, see, I just kept track of movies that we saw in theater. Like, yeah. when we actually went to, like, not stuff I watched on TV. But that's not TV. Does yeah. it count as TV? I or? count it as TV. Not stuff I watched. Well, no, that's Yeah, well, it brings up that interesting question. Because Annihilation releases. was released theatrically in some places, yeah. but not in others. Same with the Hitman's Bodyguard. 
Yeah, oh, I that's forgot true. about that. That was a good movie. Was yeah. that this year? I don't know if it was the beginning of this year or the end of last. Yeah. Because I, I almost like I thought of that Will Smith <laughs> one. Oh, with Bright? Bright, but that was last December. Yeah, it was like right that at the end of the year. That was 2017. So, uh, and then, you know, there was that... Uh, Oh, what's the, the the film, the J.J. franchise? Um, Cloverfield? The Cloverfield movie that came out on Netflix. Oh, I'd forgotten about that one, too. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it it wasn't good enough to make list. my list, yeah. but it's still one of those, like, when you started thinking of what we all saw, it's like, oh, shit. Mm. Yeah, I think like, I, I have a geek pick. My geek pick this week is a Netflix exclusive movie. I think I'm Ooh. just going to keep track of theatrical, like, things we see in the theaters, unless it's a movie that is, like, really outstanding, and then yeah. I may jot it down. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. But, Go ahead. Okay, so what? What? Oh, you did do your list. Okay. Yeah, yeah that Sorry. was my. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, my my list is full of Marvel movies too. Uh, looking at my list, I saw uh, fifteen movies in the theater this year. Uh, plus, I have one Netflix movie on my list, The Christmas Chronicle. Oh, see another one. That's yeah, a great movie. Russell as Santa. Movie. Yeah, I still haven't seen that. It's one. Adventures of Adventures in Babysitting at Christmas is what it felt like to me. It, but uh, hey, I love Adventures in Babysitting. If, if you yeah, like Adventures in Babysitting, it's got the same kind of feel. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, two kids out overnight uh, on an adventure that they shouldn't be on. This time with Santa instead of Thor. Uh, but it, that's not on my top five. I would say, looking at my list, the top five movies I saw this year were Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Teen Titans Go to the Movies, <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and Aquaman. They're all superhero movies. It's a good thing we're all friends, because we all like the same movies. Oh yeah. my god, it was so and much... I bet you, for at least like, you know, four... we do this podcast. It surprises me. <laughs> Things that didn't make my list... That surprised me. Incredibles two, like n- none of us have talked about Incredibles two, and it was, was a good movie. It was, movie. It was, it was good. fine. It, I was disappointed that it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And yeah, Ralph Bricks the internet didn't do it for me either. It just it was like stop making sequels, make something new. So, except said, me a, having said, Avengers it, four is on yeah, his list, yeah. and, and I, but, give me a Spider Verse sequel. Yeah. So. Um, each of those superhero movies has a different kind of feel to it. Right? I That's recommend true. watching Teen Titans uh, go to the movies with Kevin and Brent. Oh, it was fun. So much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. The Teen Titans Go is just a total comic farce. It's yeah. hilarious. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was like a living comic book. Um, Aquaman, I've been telling people Aquaman is like Lord of the Rings meets Indiana Jones meets California Surfer Dude. <laughs> Me- meets Dude Bro. Yeah, meets Dude Bro. Because it's got that crazy Seven Kingdoms fantasy epic underwater. Yeah. And then there's the, we've got to go and find the artifact in the desert part of the movie and then beat up people in Italy. You know? So there's the, the follow the red line to see where Mira and Aquaman travel to next. And then there's like just Aquaman being a dude, bro, and it's kind of awesome. You're working with his dad. And then there's the emotional <laughs> pain of the of the storyline with his mother. Yeah. So um, like Aquaman is spoilers. Just I didn't say what the payoff was. I just said there's a storyline with his mother. And we already did a whole spoiler episode on yeah. it. So. Yeah, I know. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and Black Panther was a vision of a society we've never seen on screen before. And I think it em- empowered a lot of people. Uh, I mean, the, nobody would have guessed that Black Panther would be the biggest Marvel movie of all time. And the, the best way of looking at it is the fact that Hasbro did not feel it was worth putting out a second line of figures nope. for that movie. 
and then when they when it did so well, went to the so where's the what do we got lined up for the second line? Well, uh, we weren't going to do one. Yeah. Well, now we are. <laughs> so yeah, like because we we're get just those, getting that. Yeah, that comes we, out. We like still haven't this, gotten it yet. And yeah. This is a year after the movie, and I it am, comes out this month or next yeah. month. I enjoyed Black Panther. I think the second time I watched it more than I enjoyed it the first time. Mm. Yeah. And that happens. Yeah. I like how well they developed his supporting cast in that movie, especially yeah. Shuri yeah. and uh, which were uh, which was great for Infinity War because we got to see those characters again, and we already know that they're kick ass. Yeah, you know? it's, yeah. So you know, I think Black Panther is probably the number one movie for me from last year. Solid choice. Can't ar- so far I can't argue with anybody's um, choices. Some odd things, not odd, but you know, I go to Cineplex events occasionally. Uh, Jen mentioned we saw Hamlet together. I also saw a production of Follies, which is a Sondheim musical that uh, the National Theatre of England did. Uh, it was pretty pretty cool. Um, and I saw uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, the original oh. Gregory Peck movie Ooh. was one of the... Uh, Interesting. Which was fun... It's not a fun movie. It's a beautiful movie, mm. and it's cool to see on a big screen. I want to go to more of those kinds yeah, of Yeah, me too. The problem I have is I see the poster and go, oh, that'd be awesome. We should go do that. And then I forget to write it down. Yeah. And then the next time I see it, oh, oh that was two weeks yeah. ago. Well, it's just, well, we did do a couple of those this year. We saw, we saw Transformers. Transformers, the original animated movie. I wanted to go to see, um, last week, Ed went to see Smokey and the Bandit was playing. Oh, uh, yeah. It was like, one oh, of those I, things that like I, I wish I had been able to, but I was out of town. Yeah, and and this, I saw Sailor Moon R. And Sailor Moon Super S, and I can't remember if it, was, it must have been this year that I yeah. saw Super S. Was there another yeah, I didn't one we went to? I know we talked about seeing Ghostbusters, but didn't get a we chance didn't get to. Get a chance to. And then this coming weekend is Rain, uh, Super, Death of Superman and Reign yeah. of the Supermen. Yeah. Did you still want to go? I want to go. Okay. okay, we're up in the air, but um, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know later. Yeah. Um. Yeah, to, and I like that. Like, and like. If you look at it too, it's a great promotion for the DVDs of these things or Blu-rays because that's usually what they're timed out with. Yeah. Is now I guess a lot of them it's the 4K restorations of a lot of these, but yeah. it's still a lot of fun. Transformers was great. <laughs> the best was the people sitting, you know, the guy that showed up with his girlfriend sitting behind us. That yeah, we we helped, you know, his side of the argument where she wanted to show up with a book and. <laughs> They're showing Superman the movie uh, this month. Oh, oh what? Uh, okay, we'll talk about that later because yeah. I kind of want to see that. That's like my all-time favorite superhero movie. All right. So, um, Brent, what's your list? So, my list, um, I've got a, a, a couple of uh, special mentions, just two. Uh, Coco was a movie that kept... Walking in and walking out of this list over and over and over again because it's it's so beautiful. It is just oh, yeah. a fantastically animated stunning. film, and the story's got some heart to it. Just at the end, what did it honestly was like? I looked at my list and like, well, which of these will I pop in like at any moment? And it, it just didn't quite make that cut. But if you haven't seen Coco, you should. I haven't. Um. You should. <laughs> it's great. I think it, it's on Netflix now, I think. Too. Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. I think it might be on my list. Yeah. I, I have a long that. list. <laughs> so um, the other special mention in sort of a different style is uh, right towards the end of the uh, December, 
Uh, Doo doo, uh, help from doo-doo. Ryan. You said doo doo. <laughs> I saw uh, Mandy, the the film starring Nicolas Cage. Oh yes, which starts off weird and goes into batshit. It is. <laughs> I have not seen a film like this from a North American based filmmaker in decades. Um, it is. Weird. It is insane. I haven't watched. I it. don't even know if I liked it. <laughs> it just. I, I watched seen the trailer like for all year it, long. and I was like, "What the hell is this movie?" And like, some people are saying, "Like, this is the ultimate Nick Cage." Because when you do watch it, the one thing I will give it is it's the first time in a while in a live action film I felt Nick Cage was acting. Like, he wasn't doing his now standard Nicolas Cage weirdo acting character. He was actually trying to pull something off here and doing quite well at it. That being said, that movie is not for everybody. Yeah, the first thing... I watched it without Jen because I knew she would not like it. That was the first thing Brent said was, I watched Mandy, you wouldn't like it. (laughs) All right. On my list, uh, Teen Titans Go did make it, much for the same reasons Kevin said. It's just, it's so fun. And it pokes at the superhero movie genre, which we have all seen so many of at this point. That and does it so well, and also does it in a family friendly way. Yeah. Like, they managed to pull off a lot of jokes both for kids and adults without spoiling one or the other. Also, on my list was uh, Black Panther made it onto the list. Great film, Infinity War, because it beyond being a solid movie, it is a nice, uh, like penultimate conclusion. To 10 years worth of films. Oh, Something yeah. that nobody has managed to pull off before. Like, like, how many movies are there in the Marvel Universe up until that film that kind of built to it? You know, it's it's a really fantastic feat. Um, Into the Spider-Verse was the it was really, really good. And like Kevin said, it was it had an art style that was completely different than everything yeah. else. But the movie um, that's on my list, that's on nobody else's at this table, that is my number one film of the year, is the uh, new Halloween film. Because it was just really good. It was really well done for a soft reboot of a series that most people had written off. It it treats the characters very smart. It's well written for that style of movie. And I also just enjoyed the shit out of it. So for all those things, that is my favorite movie of the year. Nice. And um, the only other thing I can say is uh, I also saw Bohemian Rhapsody. The movie was okay, but uh, Rami Malek was fantastic. Yeah, that was a really like, good movie. He Did he win a Golden Globe at the, the end of? Um, I don't know. Before? Bohemian Rhapsody got Best Picture. Really? Yeah, it did. I don't think well, he won, though. No. Yeah, he was really, really good in it. And he deserves, like, if he gets any award nods, it, it, they're very well deserved. I just didn't think the movie was amazing. It was good. Well, that's why the, it was kind of controversial that it that it was picked. Uh, yeah. But, uh, well, between that and, like, with Brian Singer's whole thing yeah. with it, and Brian Singer in general at the moment oh. is persona non grata in Hollywood. So it's it is kind of odd. Now, just a little side note tangent here. Did anybody see Christian Bale's acceptance speech for? He, I guess he got Best Actor 
for his role in Veep. That's what it was called, right? Veep? Uh, Where you play uh, Vice. 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 Sorry, not Veep. Veep's Vice. the TV show. That's it. So Vice. Um, he thanked Satan for his yeah. inspiration for his role in the movie. What? Yep. He did, yeah. Now, I don't know if he was referring to the former vice president as being Satan and inspiring him or just Satan. See, Clearly, he was making a joke. You know, yeah. But a lot of people the next day were like, Ugh. What was funny was the Church of Satan's official Twitter responded to it. <laughs> You're welcome. And ba- no, basically said that like because in the Church of Satan, you don't worship Satan per se. You worship yourself as an individual. Oh. That's a, the, one of the big misconceptions is you don't believe in in a God that helps get you through things. You get through things on your own. Um, and basically they said, you know, thanks to the shout, to the shout, for the shout out to Satan, but you did this all on your own. Good on you. Oh, see, I like the one I saw was, you know, I guess somebody who has, you know, Satan's Twitter and it just oh, says okay. Satan and yeah. it was like, uh, hey, you know, you're welcome. We're like, thanks for the shout out. You're welcome or something like that. So, uh, let's go on to favorite television shows. Uh, Jen and I don't have cable, so we'll go last in this department. Kevin or Ryan, who wants to start first? Uh, let me just get my TV list up here. Uh, I bet I can guess what's going to be on your list. There are this many things on my list. <laughs> wow. Um, so, I divided it into things that I had that were new in 2018 and things that, uh, that I'm rewatching. Uh, or that are old that I'd never seen before. So let's go with the. So of course, um, Star Trek Discovery. Is, yeah, I knew that was going to yeah. be on your list. Is on my list. Um, I, I just love that show. Uh, Doctor Who has been fantastic this season. Um, so those are probably the two sort of drama shows that um, are going to make the top of my list. Um, the Good Place. Uh, if I've got to only pick five, I've oh, got to put yeah. the good place on my list. Oh, yeah, uh, that show is fantastic. I uh, I I can't believe how good that show is. Mm. Um, Black Lightning. If I'm going to pick a superhero show, I'm going to go with Black Lightning. It's the only um, CW show I'm keeping up with. I find it. Uh, I like the tone of it. It's adult. It's I'm going to use the vernacular urban. Mm. Uh, it's uh, it's it's a it's a superhero story we haven't seen before. A middle aged guy yeah. uh, trying to keep track of his um, daughters. And then let's see. So if I can only pick one more, what am I going to go with? I am going to go with the Netflix reality show nailed it. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. I love that show. It's so good. It's mm. ridiculous and uh silly and I love Nicole Byer. Yeah, me um, too. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Um I'm going to throw one more in uh cuz I got to talk about something Canadian so I'm going to say uh Shit's Creek. Uh Shit's Creek. I I I know a lot of people who love that show and I've never it, been able to get into it. I don't find it laugh out loud funny, yeah. but I find it heartwarming now. It's sort of a take on Green Acres. It's, you know, super mm-hmm. rich guy moves to the country. Um and um I find it I find it really funny and uh yeah. I uh, may I say, I find it interesting Doctor Who did not make your list this year. I did say Doctor Who. Did yeah, you? he did. It was, it was it Star Trek and then okay. Doctor Who. Discovery and Doctor Who. I retract that statement. I thought I completely somehow blanked on that. No, I, I love Doctor Who this year. I thought especially, 
Now you can nitpick stories. Yes. But you cannot nitpick this cast. They are fantastic. Jodie yeah, Whittaker. I, I agree. Jodie Whittaker the whole, was the doctor yeah. the moment she walked onto the. Mm. And, and the, the companions are great. All three of them are great. Yeah. They need to give Yaz more to do. Yeah. Um, but I think now that we've. Slight spoiler. Wrapped oh no! Up, spoilers. Wrapped up Ryan and Graham's storyline. That next we can next develop time more we get of a Jazz. season, yeah. a, a, new, a new season. Uh, we'll get more of Yaz. Yes, I have a feeling yeah. the next season will start with a New Year's special next year, and it'll go in early 2020. Mm, maybe. Well, because they've said that's what you know. The New Year's special is all we're getting in 2019. Yeah. For Doctor Who, no doc- so no, yeah. no more Doctor Who this year. Okay, so that's cool. My, yeah. I can list off a bunch of other things if you'd like me to. Uh, but uh, well, let's go. We'll do, let's, a, we'll do a final wrap up at the Yeah, let's go. I, saw, I, was like, I was looking over your shoulder at your list and I and you know, I was like, I was seeing things on your list. Like, oh, yeah, that was fun. That was a good show. And there's that and there's that. Because yeah. like, I'm horrible at writing a list. I couldn't remember. Like, I so, use TV time. No, but it wasn't so much app, the remembering part, but it's trying to think of. What were my favorites? Yeah. Because a lot of shows, it's like, you know, there's a lot of shows that I consistently watch every week. Yeah. yeah. Could I pick one above the others? Like, you know, so I, I kind of... And then there's also, like, we we have shows that we classify as dinner shows. You yeah. can watch them while you're eating, yeah. but you don't really think too much about them. You well, know? exactly. Or, you know, like uh, like a show that I could put on my, you know, have my iPad on when I'm working on the computer, like uh, Voltron. It's yeah. a great cartoon, but... I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way, sit down. It's one of those ones that I put on when I'm doing the dishes. Oh, okay. Or working on the computer, yeah, and I'm half paying noise. attention. Yep. Don't have to think too hard while I'm watching that. But anyway, All okay. Right. So what's on your list, Ryan? First and foremost, The Expanse. Yeah. yeah. You, Obviously. Hardcore. I'm, drum- I'm going to keep that drumming that beat, waving those flags, because we made them at Flags Unlimited. <laughs> so I'll keep waving those flags. Um that's probably my you know, yeah, that's my favorite TV show. That, that are you going to get Amazon Prime so you can keep watching? <sighs> I might just come over to Brent's house and watch <laughs> it. I was going to say, or are you going to be here? <laughs> I might just come over. And I, I know the combination on the door. <laughs> we'll come home one day and be Ryan sitting downstairs in his underwear watching The Expanse. Yeah, well, I won't be in my underwear. I'll have pants on. It's not my house. <laughs> but no underwear. What season will it be? What it kind of, will fourth be season. Fourth We're season? up to three now. You have season one. Yes. I've, I still haven't watched I know. it. I've watched season one. Yeah, I've got the other two on DVD and Blu-ray too. You welcome to borrow them. All right. Um, I I think I, I might start watching them on Thursdays when Jen's not home. There but. you go. Uh, so and then just last night, going through the channels, found a rerun of the uh, this year's CW Arrowverse crossover episodes, mm-hmm. and I started watching. It, and it just you no, know, especially so the, that, those three episodes right there, the, the Supergirl, Flash, and Arrow, the crossover this year, just reminded me how much. I enjoyed that crossover, mm-hmm. like seeing that again. So that's on my list, uh, sp- especially like the the first two, like the Supergirl, or the, sorry, the, the Flash episode, when they first are like in the, have each other's powers or in each other's lives, and everybody else is like they're used to seeing Barry as Barry, or I mean yeah. Barry as Oliver and Oliver as Barry, and that's who they are, and and they're trying to convince them, you know, that they're not each other, and it's awkward situations, like 
Oliver, like the actor who's usually Oliver, wakes up in bed with Iris. And she thinks he's Barry. And to her, you know, they're married and the wedding photos have pictures of him in it. And so when he's talking to Barry later, he's like, yeah, I woke up. And, you know, when I woke up with Iris and he just looks you woke that, no, we need to get this changed now. <laughs> no, so Didn't Barry wake up with Felicity? No, because he, when, he was in when, jail. He was, no, oh. he was working with, he was doing like a workout with Diggle. Oh. And he's getting beat up by Diggle at the, when he came to into his body. So, yeah. So there's that. Um, and those were like my, my main things that I know that I watch and I, that I go out of my way. Like I always go try to watch my Supergirl, Flash, Arrow. So I figured, yeah, you know, the CW verse was on there. But uh, like just kind of thinking, I want to fill out my list. I like me some good police procedural shows. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And one of the newest ones that came out in the last year was SWAT, the remake of the old, of the classic. Oh, that's still going. It's on, it's oh, okay. on the second or third it's, season now. Yeah. It's a CBS show, right? It's a CBS procedural? I think. Uh, no, I don't think Isn't it's it? on CBS. No. It might, is it? I don't know. I, I usually, I watch it, uh, I, 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 I PVR it. Oh. I PVR it and watch it later. Yeah. Um, without commercials because it's on a, it's past my bedtime, <laughs> but uh, I've been enjoying that one. And then uh, SWAT is a CBS TV show. It is CBS. Oh, we'll see. And then so yeah, there's that. And then I've been enjoying uh, Nathan Fillion's The Rookie. Oh yeah, that's the new one this season. I've been enjoying that one too. Uh, so yeah, I would recommend either one of those as like if you're into like police procedural type dramas. And of late, I've got into Blue Bloods. Oh, that's my dad's favorite show. Yeah, I know. That's why we, <laughs> we joke that I'm, you know, secretly my TV viewing. Other Although, than watching comic book stuff, I'm secretly an old man. I, <laughs> I have shown my dad how to use Netflix, and the things he's been watching on Netflix lately include Riverdale and Bates Motel. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so looking over your list, I saw you know the Hollow. I totally forgot about that. I loved that the when it was, was on. Good. It was a good little cartoon. That was another Netflix exclusive show. Yeah. Oh, and so was that? Oh, what was that other one? Disenchantment. Uh, no, the the space one. Uh, oh, Final space. Final space. I haven't finished uh, so watching. I, yeah, it. I yeah, I didn't get into that one. Oh yeah, I forgot about that completely. Yeah, it I was enjoyed a lot of fun. that. Yeah. Disenchantment was a show that it was okay. I didn't really dig it until the end, and then the twist at the end of this first season. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that kind of makes me want to see where this goes. From yeah, there. it's one of those shows that the second season could really like make the whole thing much better. Yeah, or it could completely shit the bed. Yeah, because yeah. I, I really didn't care about any of those characters until the last episode, and then I was like, oh, oh, oh. but uh, yeah. So we'll see where that goes. Okay. So, All right, Chittendons, have you come Jen, up with Did you lists? want to go first, or did you want me to go first? Honestly, until we had this conversation, the only show I could remember watching was Shira, which oh. was really good. Which, which I still I haven't super watched, loved. But... It was great. I should put that on my list. Yeah, but now that I've been listening to what you guys have been watching, I'm like, oh yeah, The Good Place was really good. Um, I just finished watching season four of Grace and Frankie on Netflix. Uh. That's my knitting show because <laughs> you don't really need to look at it too much. You just listen to them talk. Um, I don't know. What else did we watch on TV? <laughs> uh, the Fix was pretty solid. Oh, yeah. I like from, The Fix. Uh, a lot of Netflix shows we I watched. binge watched oh, I Nailed watch It. Daredevil. Season 3 of Daredevil was that this year. That is on my list. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I binged um, Nailed It. I love Nailed It. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't really feel like I watch a lot of TV. Hmm. 
We, well, actual television shows, not a heck of a lot. Yeah, well, stuff when you don't have cable. YouTube, we watch YouTube channels, um, and Brent's uh, go-to YouTube channels are uh, cooking, toys, wrestling, Nerf guns. <laughs> so I have watched wrestling, uh, Nerf guns channels on all of those. And now I and, know internet and, stars on all of those. And the highlights of uh, late night talk shows. Yeah, we, we yeah. do watch those a lot because why would that's a question I don't know the answer to. Why would anybody watch the Tonight Show in its full form? No, when yeah. you can get the best. Just bits watch the of good parts. Yeah, on on YouTube the next day, like and officially either not yep. somebody yep. camcorder camcorder no, cam- <laughs> <laughs> showing my age with that comment. Yeah. Um. Shira was really good. I, I think super love Shira. Shira, I thought about it today after you mentioned it. I think it benefits from the fact that the original Shira, it, as much as like a lot of people loved it and stuff, those characters are so two dimensional. Yeah, that you can really fill them out, and, and that's you, what they did with this new show. Yeah, and you can fill them out with like any personality that really will suit <laughs> your plot. Yeah, because they had nothing in the original one. Because they were toys. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think my favorite character by the end of it is, uh, who's the scorpion chick? Oh, yeah, Scorpia. Scorpia. She's totally the, my favorite. Oh, she was so funny. Because in the show, in the original show, she's just like, you a know, big, villain number villain. two. Yeah. And in this, they gave her a personality that's a lot of fun. Oh, and she just yeah. happens to be right. fighting for the bad guys. And But she's kind of like blasé about it almost. She's yeah. like, yeah. This used to be, I'm a princess, this used to be my land, but the horde came and we let them have it. And now she's a horde general. <laughs> so my list, uh, Shira, Daredevil Season 3, I think is the the best superhero Netflix season of any of those shows, period. Really? I it, it, I would put it up against uh, Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones Season 1? It, it's oh, yeah. really, really solid. Yeah, huh? Which is like considering... Season two of Daredevil is the Punisher show. Right. Like, like it's very much Matt takes kind of a. I only second. watched half of it and then it's the Punisher and Electra. Yeah. It's the Punisher and Electra show. Yeah. And, but this really gets back to the Daredevil aspect and back to the roots of the character as a comic, like as his comic book character. Well, and I he just, had great performances by uh, D'Onofrio as. Kingpin yeah, and who finally won me over that season because I did not like him very much as Kingpin. Period, uh, and in this season it was like, fuck yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. and the guy that plays Foggy once yeah. again puts in a solid performance. He is the MVP of that show. Yeah, to, like just all three seasons, he just turned out great performance after great performance. And who'd have thought he was a mighty duck? <laughs> is he a mighty duck? He's the one that has the, he was the, the 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 big goon with the with the powerful slap shot. Oh yeah! Oh, good on him for like having a career as an adult, like in show business. He survived and doesn't seem like damaged. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also had uh, Archer. The last season of Archer was really good. That yep. was this year, right? The Adventure Island, yep, or yeah, whatever was, it was called. That's that, right. Yep, that was a lot of fun. Although I will say that for the record, the the fact that like they are doing each season, like the next season, if they don't pull Archer out of the coma, it, it, I think we're getting a little old on the next on season the is called Archer nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, he's in space. It, it's another dream 
if not by the end of, of that, if it yeah, doesn't, like, okay, let's like go back you, you to know, we're Archers of Spy. a little bit thin here. Um, and just sort of a special mention, I started watching Happy last night. Oh, yeah, the Grant Morrison. Yeah, the first episode's really a lot of fun and pretty good. Yeah. Like, it, it reminded me a lot of the comic, and it was cool. it was just pretty awesome. So, yeah. So, there, there's a lot of TV recommendations for you. Because we there all are, had, like, a little bit of different stuff on There it. are shows that I'm surprised you didn't mention. Uh, the Toys That Made Us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, that yeah, was pretty I solid. I that I guess one. The second season, yeah, that did come out last year, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, and we have a third season coming. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just kind of run down the shows, the rest of the shows that were on my list, things that I actually watched this year uh, quickly. I like cooking competition shows, um, especially Bake Off. So yeah. I watched British Bake Off and Canadian Bake Off this year. Um, the Final Table was a cooking show, that a competition show that was on Netflix. Mm. It was strange and international, and I think it felt fixed at the end. But other than that, it was pretty cool. Um, the Canadian sci-fi show Travelers has made the jump to Netflix. Yes. The first season was on last year. The second and third seasons just dropped the last week. I've been meaning on to Netflix. try that one. It's really quite good. It stars Eric McCormick. Yeah, uh, I remember. Like it. with, it's about well, people being dropped from the future into yeah. bodies of people and, who are just about to die. And what was it on before that? Showcase. Yeah, because I remember at the fan expo when the first season of that hit, they were doing a big push at it. Yep. They had a booth. Their yeah. time machine thing was set up, the, the whole nine yards. And yeah. then it just kind of fell off the radar. Yeah. Wait, it's people from the future who are being dropped in the bodies of people who are about to die? Yeah, so they, that, then, well, that, but they, the they stopped them from they dying. They stopped them from oh, dying. It's so not like, they're, hey, not, the they're, not, they're not messing up the timeline because these people were supposed to be dead. So that's sort of their rationale for being able to... Because they can't come physically. They just download their consciousness oh, into other bodies. Okay. So they're downloading their consciousnesses into the bodies of people who are about to die. It's right. like free jack. Yeah. So basically uh, the consciousness of the person in the dying body is gone. Is gone. So at the, at the moment dead. of they have to do it at the moment of death. At the moment of death, boom, the uh, the new consciousness gets oh. Ryan, Ed and maybe Rex were the only ones who got my joke. Glad I didn't hear your joke. I was still trying to understand it's the like plot. It's like free jack. I don't, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, American Vandal on Netflix. I know a lot of people who love that show. It's a mockumentary type show, sort of making of a murderer Murder. type show, but instead of a murderer, it's about a kid who paints dicks on cars at his high school. Oh yeah, I remember seeing <laughs> It's that. quite funny. Uh, there's a second season of that, which I haven't watched yet. Here's it is good. not being picked up for a third, though. That's what I heard. Um, Amazing Race Canada, because I love my reality competition. There was another one called Making It. Uh, unlike uh, Nailed It, which is people who don't know what they're doing making it is about people who do know what they're oh, doing okay. and it was a reality competition show hosted by amy poehler and nick offerman last summer oh yeah i remember hearing about it yeah 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 uh brooklyn 99 is one of the best comedy oh, yeah, yeah. No. i completely forgot about it yeah that, that's as we record it comes back the day after tomorrow yep it comes back with the good place that's their back-to-back comedy uh pairing on thursday night good place brooklyn Nine-Nine. on nbc, on NBC. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a that's a really Good but there's only four episodes of Good Place left till the end of the season. Yeah. So, um, uh, the new Queer Eye on Netflix, uh, mm. it 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 hits me in the feels. It, <laughs> it makes me yeah. Uh, and then two Netflix comedies, um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, uh, which is ending this season. They only released seven episodes last year. And yeah, that was one I couldn't get. In. I yeah, love the first either. few seasons. It's dragging, but I got to see it through to the end. And the new One Day at a Time. 
Oh yeah, Netflix. you love, I love that, that when show. it first came out. It's very funny, and the new season of that drops this month too. Where do we put YouTube shows like for for consideration? Because I, I, I might put them in this category. Yeah, because I'm a huge fan of Hot Ones. It's an interview oh, yeah. show where they eat hot and spicy chicken wings, <laughs> and it's but really good. What makes it good is the guy who does the interviewing, Sean Evans, is really good at his job. Yeah, he, he has and his great crew, questions. Do research. They ask questions you don't see on any of these other press junket mm-hmm. things. Um, we did watch an episode where somebody probably got fired. What was her name? It was Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens. Hudgens. So, oh. so she was. She was on that um, DC sitcom, wasn't that Vanessa? Yeah, yes. yeah. So she started eating the chicken wings, and then she's like, "I'm getting itchy." Is there black pepper in any of these sauces? And you watched his face drop. Because she's like, like, "I'm allergic uh, to them." Maybe. And I'm like, oh, somebody's assistant just got fired. Because I imagine they like they I imagine they send out like a a thing like is your to the PR people. Yeah. Like is your client like allergic to anything? Yeah. And because I know for a fact that when they're vegetarian or vegan, they have vegetarian and vegan wings. Uh-huh. And I guess they've probably hit the sauce lineup so it it too is vegetarian vegan. You can always tell the vegetarian ones because they're perfect. They're always drums, and they just like have the exact same shape each <laughs> yeah. and every one. But he he's a good interviewer, and like it would definitely be what like every time it's one of those shows I look forward to every week. Cool. It's about twenty minutes long yeah. each episode. Um, he got <laughs> the Weird Al one was pretty Weird, good. The Weird Al one was good. Jeff Goldblum, I don't think knew where he was or what he was doing. But I, I get that I impression from every interview he does. Yeah. yeah. Where he's just like, oh, I'm in a room now. Oh, there's a lovely person to talk to. Hello, lovely person. Let's talk. Yeah. And he doesn't know what the heck's going on. For our listeners, if you've never watched Hot, Hot Ones, the episode I would start with is the Keen Peel episode. Yeah, that's what Brent started me on. <laughs> that one's <laughs> definitely the funniest. swearing at him. Like, um, there's an episode with uh, Jack Black and, uh, what's his name, Kyle Gass, the Tenacious uh, D. Tenacious D. We're at the start of it. Jack Black's in full Jack Black mode, like the his persona character that he does when he does interviews. Yeah. Like, hi, I'm a fun, wacky guy. I'm full of energy. Look at me. I'm and Jack then Black. halfway through, because he like the like how are, the first question usually is, do you like spicy food? And he's like, yeah, I'm okay with spicy food. And then like three or four wings in, he's like, oh my god, <laughs> and and the Jack Black mask. <laughs> Slips off. He's still a nice Melt guy, away. but that that persona is gone. And there's like Tyra Banks tags her mother to come in halfway through. Um, what's her name? Um, she did the voice of the the influencer on uh, on Wreck It Ralph. What uh, the, the oh, YouTube? Oh, um, that's. Um, uh, Taj Tur- something Taraji P yeah Henson. she was on it and she she's basically like I'm rich I don't need to put up with this stuff she tags in her bodyguard yeah and like Sean still asking like asked the bodyguard so how are you what's seafood he's like. I'm from Trinidad. This is nothing. <laughs> I mean, he's just like, <laughs> he's, and he's going right down to the bones. He's just having a snack. He's like, pretty yeah. much, and that was the other thing. He's like, I'm also hungry. So. <laughs> See, I thought it'd be fun if we did a, a Hot Ones type eating challenge, except for not me, because it would make my stomach upset for days. So you guys could do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll put that one on the list of things to do, yeah. sure. 
And I, I think that that's a valid question for us to kind of think of a little bit too in the future. Is like you know there are actual programs on things like YouTube now that are oh, yeah. like this, right? That are regular half hour shows that come out every week. Well, there's uh, multiple YouTube channels and series of and shows that I watch yeah. on a regular slow-mo basis. Slow mo guys, I love slow mo guys. Oh yeah. oh yeah, the slow mo kittens are the best. <laughs> I don't think I saw the Slow Mo Kittens episode. Oh, you have episode. to watch the Slow Mo Kittens. It's so but, but, uh, Hot you know, Ones is one of the ones that yeah. like fits like is a show like has like a a plot has, well like has a concept that falls through same from week to week just the guests change. It's no different than most of the other talk shows other than the spicy wings. Yeah. Okay, so um, which brings us to the sort of lesser categories. Uh, Kevin is out on this next one because Kevin does not buy toys for the I most part. I am smart and do not spend my money on toys. You're saying that we're not smart? I'm saying I spend my money on other things. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ryan, what was your favorite action figure toy pickup of the year? Uh, action figure pickup? Oh, so this is another hard category. I even there was a lot of good Marvel Legends and Star Wars Black Series. Well, exactly. So if I had to pick it, you know, I, I could probably put it down. To, I got two. Two Star Wars Black fi- Series figures that I probably think are probably the best figures that came out this year in the line. Uh, one, Clone Trooper Rex. Oh, that's a good choice. Because I like me some Clone Troopers. I just like Troopers, period. But this it was a good one. And the Gamorrean Guard. Oh, I still haven't gotten one With yet. Uh, the fuzzy outfit... And the extra weapons and the sculpt. Like, it looks like they took the character. Articulated jaw on them. Yeah. looks like they took the character right off the screen, shrunk it, and put it on my shelf. I'm trying to remember what the name of the the one character is because I always get the two mixed up because in the original (coughs) Star Wars figures, they mixed up the names on them. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Crap. So for the rest of my list yeah, of purchases, I, I, so I, it's toys slash per, things I purchased this year. So I've got the Batwing that I purchased this oh, year. Oh, that's pretty awesome. That uh, took up my... Was that this year? That seemed like it was a long time ago. Because it was like last January. Yeah. Uh, my Infinity Gauntlet from the Marvel Legends uh, props. Trypticon. That's one was just like it's an yeah. awesome transformer and it's like really it's on the list because it was a great deal. Yeah, like you can't argue. What was it fifty bucks, sixty bucks for that? You know, for like a two foot transformer. Um, and then uh, one of my favorite things that I picked up was a more a recent purchase was my uh, my ultra saber, my lightsaber, the uh, Aeon Le version five with a white LED. And the color changing disc, so I can change the colors of my of my blade. <laughs> Which uh, color did you end up going with for now? Uh, right now it's orange. It. It's been it's been an orange since I've got it because the orange just looks really cool. And then that way I'm like, is he good? Is he bad? It's orange. I don't know what's going on. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, what were your favorite toy pickups of the year? Oh man, I can't remember what. Toys I bought this year. We I don't did, know. Let's look at your glass case over here. We, and all did these. That, we did that big haul in the Toys R Us closing, so we, I got a <laughs> I was lot. Say, of I see three of them sitting right there yeah. that you bought this year. So that, that's, think, that could be a, a toy line that you enjoyed. Yes. So I was going to say I really like the the Marvel fangirl dolls that I got. Um, we finally, after uh, starting 
subscribing to the Kickstarter five years ago, got the Scary Godmother dolls. Took five years for these dolls to show up. It takes time for a doll to get made. Or something like that. And we finally got them and they're gorgeous. Um, I got my Imposter Sailor Moon, which I love. Um, that's, and that's, that's like four years old, technically. Yeah, but I got it. Yeah, but you got it. Oh, and I, I also got the last, the two um, Sailor Moon Sandy, or not Sailor Moon, My Little Pony San Diego exclusives that I didn't have. So the Derpy from 2012 and the uh, the DJ Pony. Where did you find those from? A Facebook group. Oh, that's right. And I got them for super cheap. It was so cool. Nice. You also picked up all those Star Wars dolls, the Forces of Destiny dolls. Forces of Destiny dolls that I love. That is so cool. One it was pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't taken her out of the box yet because I ran out of room. Yeah, <laughs> I have a ton of Funko that's a real pops. Problem. So many Funko pops. Um, I got to stop buying so many toys. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> um, I got from, lots of cool stuff. This yeah. Week. For me, um, build a figure Saron from the. Yeah, the, that's a good the, one. The, oh, he was so awesome! That so awesome that I now have like multiple Deadpool's. <laughs> <laughs> um, the um, I think did I finish Warlock this year? Or was he last year? Mm, he might have been last year. I don't know. Um, but uh, for me, uh, uh, the Star Wars black figures this year were just. So good. Well, yeah. Now that, especially now that they've got the uh, the photo reel printing for the faces. Yeah, and you kind of want them to go back and redo a whole bunch of the human people. Yeah, but at the same time, your wallet is screaming no, yeah. no for the glove of you, God. But if you think about it, a lot of them they are already going back and redoing that. They're redoing Luke in flighter in his flighter outfit. Uh, yeah, the uh, pilot outfit. Yep. Uh, in, a, they've already redone Han Solo. Yes. They've done a new Leia. So there's only so many humans that from the previous ones that need to be redone. So my favorite of the year oh, in terms of those figures uh, was Zuckus. I had to look up his name. The Bounty Hunter. He was for uh, for us Canadians. He was a Toys R Us exclusive. For people in the U.S., I think it's a Disney Store exclusive now. Yes. Oh, that's the uh, one with the uh, the bug eyes. Yeah, but he's the shorter one. He's not the one with the C three PO body to him. Yes, and the, and the brown the brown cloak has a can... cloth cloak to him. Has really nice articulation. Looks exactly like he did in Empire Strikes Back, where he has no dialogue and does nothing but stands there and looks kind of awesome. With the rest <laughs> of the bounty hunters, yeah, that, that's that was my that was my main goal when I started collecting Black Series was I wanted all the bounty hunters from from that scene from Empire. And it looks like this year, if I get lucky, I'm actually going to do it because we They've missed reissued out. two of the two that were the hardest to get that we never saw around here. Um, IG88 and uh, uh, Bosk. Bosk, that's the lizard one. Yeah, I know who Bosk is. Um, but I've got all the other ones up until that. I've even got a Boba Fett because yeah. I scored a Boba Fett like cheap somewhere. Yeah, and so it's, it's interesting to me that we've only talked about Star Wars tonight in terms of toys when we could have talked about it in television and movies, and we don't care about either of those projects. <laughs> We're not as much. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm. I enjoyed Solo. I enjoyed Solo. Yeah. Yep. I just, it was one of the top five movies of the year. Yeah, it's it fun. seems to be the one of the dividing line movies. Though is that like 
Um, I, I was on, for those of us joining us due to my promo appearance, I was on News Talk 1010 recently with Jason right. Agnew. And he's one of those guys, did not like Last Jedi, did not like it at all, really liked Solo. Oh. And there, there's a lot of people like that. Didn't yeah. like Last Jedi and vice versa. Loved Last Jedi. Right. Didn't like Solo. I am, I'm one of the, the few, and I think we all are here, all loved Last Jedi. Solo, okay. Yeah, yeah. it was decent. It wasn't. Amazing. I saw it in the theater twice, so yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed it. Excuse me, I enjoyed it enough. So and resistance is just—I I find that resistance hasn't found its its, its footing finally yet. Finally, starting to, yeah. yeah, and it's taken twelve episodes. Yeah. Did Rebels end this in twenty eighteen? Oh, it did. Okay, Rebels oh, is also very shit. good. It, yeah, it, I guess it in did the, in the fall. Oh, spring in the spring. Yeah, because uh, I had it on Blu-ray by the summer. Yeah. Because that so, was yeah. awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. That final season, that's right. Rebels, I think, is my favorite Star Wars. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Um, that's it for... So that was your favorite Black Series. What, but what, you didn't talk about any of your other Sauron, um, anything else? So, um, uh, you got so your $20 many. lightsaber. Yeah. The, you got I, your other lightsaber. Your Amazon... Uh, you're, you got your Luke Skywalker lightsaber yeah, off been of Amazon. Yeah, i dying to have this Luke Skywalker saber and it just finally got to a price where I could not resist. And that, that was the one I that had was last year. Uh, it was, uh, I had the the one that came from the Jedi movie that was a hollow plastic green tube that had a little whistle thing at the end of it. So when you like swung it like a baseball bat, <laughs> yeah. it went... Molly kind of like went wow. <laughs> it didn't sound anything like the lightsaber in the movies, but and it had like the hilt didn't look anything like it either because it was they just made them generic at that point. Yeah. But I'd always wanted one, and I, I finally got one because I was pricing out how to do one on like Ultra Sabers or Saber Forge, and, and yeah, I don't like divorce, <laughs> or at least I assume I don't. Can't like afford divorce. divorce. <laughs> Especially when you buy a lightsaber at that price. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, yeah. So, any uh, other favorites of 2018 anybody wants to I, um, So, because I don't do toys, I made a list of events of 2018 that I... Okay, yep. Go ahead. Places that I went to uh, in 2018 that I thought were cool. Uh, we'll start with Toronto Comic Con, which was the March show that we mm-hmm. all four That was to. fun. It was so much fun. When we bought that birthday present for Brent yeah. that he didn't know about for months. Yeah. yeah. That, that we hid in my house that I took out of his trunk, walked past him, and brought it into my house. Yeah, that one. We bought that in March and gave it to him in July. And the entire time I was like, I win at your birthday. Yes, you have no idea what I got you. Uh, and that's coming up again this year. So yeah. we should figure out whether we're going to attend that or the not. The only other um, con I went to was Comic-Con Munich. All uh, right. Awesome, yeah. Which was cool. And I got to see how German nerds do things. Pretty much the same way Canadian nerds do. But in uh, German. But in German. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but actually, the stuff they watch is in English, right? They, yeah. Yeah. So, it's the same, yeah. Well, it's it's only us North Americans that don't bother learning another language for the most <laughs> Speak part. Speak for yourself. I know two languages. Yes, and I think Ryan more or less knows two. Um, well, one and a half. So, I mean, the big, the big event of 2018 for me was my European trip. Yeah. Uh, uh, the cool sort of highlights... F- that people on this who listen to this might be interested in uh, the computer game museum in Berlin hmm. was very cool. Mm-hmm. The history of video games.
games and everything was playable and free. You didn't have to put quarters or Deutschmarks or Euro coins into any machines. Um, the Volkswagen showroom of the future, which was full of virtual reality um, uh, setups to show you what driverless cars are going to be like. You could even take a test drive of an electric car, through, but I didn't want to drive in Berlin, so uh, I passed on that. Um, the couple of amusement parks, Europa Park, uh, the, mm. one of the best um, theme parks I've ever been to, and um, Tivoli, one of the oldest amusement parks I've ever been to, uh, both very cool. Uh, closer to home, uh, the Oshawa Library Con was fun. I'm glad that all four of us got to go this yeah, year. Yeah, that was, that was fun. fun. Uh, I think uh, I went to the Mariposa Folk Festival this year for the oh, first yeah, time. Oh, yeah, because uh, you got tickets. I got I acquired some tickets, and I had a ball. It was fantastic. It was a beautiful summer uh, weekend with great music and really good food, and uh, I got to see Walk Off the Earth, and I got to see Buffy St. Marie, and I got to see um, Alan Doyle, So and lots of other great uh, bands that you've never heard of too, yeah. um, so Mariposa is is a good time. But I think uh, the highlight I think was the Elmvale Sci-Fi. Yeah, we had a lot of fun there. Just Ryan and I that, and I and hope Ed. you guys can come. Oh, and Ed was there too, and we met oh, a yeah, lot of. Uh, I, that's in the summer, right? Yeah, yeah, you guys had a wedding. Yeah, or something. we were at yeah. your cousin's yeah. wedding. Uh, I noticed Which online. I think they're fun. starting to take um, vendor. Uh, information and things they posted something on their facebook page recently oh cool yeah so um i had a ball at that it was the first time i'd actually interviewed people for the show and i had to take our portable recorder around and i interviewed a bunch of authors which was kind of neat and we got to shake a few hands and meet a few people and uh it's always fun just getting out to events to and just uh, meeting people and explaining what we do and just shooting the shit with them and yeah hopefully you know they then decide to give us a listen and so yeah, uh, I wore my Ghostbuster costume that day. We did. Was, did we do? Was the Star Wars trivia? No, that was last Christmas. Yeah. But we Then we did the Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, we were the Dumbledore. Yeah, the Dumbledorks. We learned we don't know a lot about Harry Potter. Well, yep. Yeah. Not as much we as we got the, fourth place. That's not bad. Yeah. I didn't know, and it was all thanks to you. I didn't know anything. <laughs> oh, me and Tracy and Karen. Yeah. Karen was the pro. Uh. Yeah. And um. The Aurelia Library held an 80s escape room uh, event, and that was kind of fun instantly. And I mm. we escaped. So that was cool. <laughs> so those were the sort of uh, ger- geek nerd things that I did in 2018, and hopefully the list for 2019 will be even longer. Um, I've got a list of uh, all of the novels that I read. Oh, yeah, I forgot in about In 2018. That. Was so there now, any standouts for you? Yeah, these aren't comic books. It's just novels that I read or listened to because I've been now that I have a longer commute to work, I've been getting into audiobooks. So I counted. I read 30 novels Jesus. in 2018, which is okay. I read three. <laughs> I read three books. Uh, I, three so more I, I might have read... When did your Expanse books come out? Well, I'm just trying to think. When did I start buying them? All right, but I think guys, someone... your challenge should be to read more. Like, mm, I on. may have only read like three book books this I read year. Cause I've, I've read a Star Wars book year, too. Though. Oh yeah, and, and five of those books were the Harry Potter books because I decided to reread them. <laughs> um, so I narrowed it down to my top five books that I read in 2018. Oh, here we go. This doesn't mean that they were released in 2018. No, no. I just that's what but I read you them. You read them this year. So the, uh, these ones I think I kind of have in order. Uh, so my favorite book was The City of Brass, and that was by, oh, geez, I can't pronounce this last name, S.A. Chakraborly, C-H-A-K-R-A-B-O-R-L-Y. 
Uh, I think I had this one as a geek pick. Um, and th- that is a story of um, a woman who finds out that she is half gin and needs. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah it's it really good. Told me about it. And uh, accidentally summons a, a, a gin who ends up becoming her protector, and she he takes her to this city of of the gin, and uh, she finds out she's from a lost tribe that no longer exists, and she's the last of that tribe, so she becomes this really important person. And so then she's being manipulated by the, the, the king and everybody. And it's excellent. The sequel's coming out in January. I've already got it on my, uh, in my Amazon cart. Uh, I also read, my next book was called The Bone Witch by Rin Chupeco. C-H-U-P-E-C-O. That's a YA book. And it's kind of uh, Asian themed, kind of Indian, kind of um, Japanese themed. Yeah, that one. Um, anyway, so the Bone Witch is about a uh, a girl who has in this universe. It's a lot of fantasy, by the way. She has a magical powers uh, to control death. So, and she doesn't know this until she accidentally brings her dead brother back from the dead, and he becomes like her familiar. Whoops! Yeah, it, no, don't it you hate it when that happens? It was a big whoops, and then she's like, "Oh, now her dead brother's kind of following her around." Um, and it's how she learns uh, to deal with her powers, and she's super powerful. And I have there is the sequel has come out. Um, I haven't read it yet because my new library does not have it. It is called The Heart Forger. Yes, it's on Hoopla. Oh, is it? Yeah. Hmm. Um, my next book on my list mm-hmm. is called Circe by Madeline Miller, and it's kind of a historical fiction of the in Greek mythology. There's the witch Circe. C-I-R-C-E. Mm-hmm. And it's the, her story of how she's the daughter of a titan and she was banished to an island. She's most famous for uh, being the witch in the Odyssey that Odysseus falls in love with and she transforms all of his men into pigs. And it's it's basically her life from her point of view. And if you like Greek mythology like I do, it is an excellent read. Right. Uh, the same author also wrote a book on Achilles that I haven't read that's on my to-read list. Uh, then I read A Conjuring of Light by uh, V.E. Schwab, I believe it is. Uh, and that was a whole trilogy, and it was fantastic. I think I had that as a geek pick as well. It was, um, there are four Londons, red, white, black, and gray. And each London is kind of different from another based on how much magic they have. Red London has the most magic. Gray London has is our world and has no magic. Um, and White London is kind of fighting to keep its magic, and it's about a character who can, he's one of the few who can traverse between all of the Londons. And then the fourth London has been sealed off. Um, So it's what happens when the the, uh, force that is in the fourth London is released. This says it's book three of a four book series. Oh, that's book three. Sorry, I got it mixed up. I can't remember what the first book is. But anyway, it's really good. It is A Darker Shade of Magic. Yes. So I read all of those books. Uh, And then my last book is the one that I most recently listened to uh, called The Hazelwood by, I think it's by Melissa, Melissa Albert. And this one I listened to as an audio book. And it's a very dark fairy tale um, about um, a girl named Alice who always has bad luck following her and she's the granddaughter of 
a really famous author who wrote one book called Tales of the Hinterland. And it turns out that the hinterland is real and the bad luck is because it is after Alice. And it's really creepy. And well, from my opinion, it's creepy, but it's really well written. And it's that nice blend of, of our world reality and magic that I kind of like. And you see it in, in other books like The Night Circus. So I also recommend that one. So those are my top five books from 2018. Nice. Very cool. I got a couple comic series that I, that I really enjoyed this Go year. Go ahead. Um, mostly because I, you know, it's one of those, I couldn't think of a single issue or a specific story. Yeah. So I just started, started thinking, well, when I get my books every week, I usually I'll shuffle through them and put them in an order that I want to read them, and I'll put that pile on my table. And it's like, well, what books tend to make it to the top of my pile? Mm-hmm. So the books that I really, you know, so Dan Slott finished his run on Amazing Spider Man, and even yep. the new team, I you know, so Amazing Spider Man. You're, sti- you're still going. I'm still on going it. on it. it. Nope. Uh, I picked up the Hellboy Omnibus sisters yes. this year. Uh, they were great. I loved them. Unfortunately, now you're kind of. Done. Yeah. Like, <laughs> now I can't. What is it? I'm in the same spot. Got my Hellboy fix and got a whole hell of a lot of it all at, you know, in, within. It was great too because it was like one a month. Yeah. For like four months or five months, however many it came out. Uh, the various Transformer books were really good. Like they were mm. really inter- interesting and they weren't just your typical. You know, what you would expect. Oh, it's giant robots fighting each other all the time and bash them. Like, they really explored a lot of different things, like uh, gender identity. Yeah. Uh, relationships between same gen- gender with, uh, you know, air quote, robots. Um, the way that the, you know, the Transformers even have relationships, which is something that was never really thought of or touched on in any kind of mm. cartoons or movies or anything like that. Um, and then even they just you know they had they, they still had their big event ones like they brought Unicron out and like well they those. ended the series right like, yeah well all of them across the board exactly in which they have a new some new ones coming out but I'm not quite sure where it's going to fit in if it's supposed to take place post of the stuff if it's a I whole it new a or revamp. not I'm not well and that's uh, the thing I don't know. I haven't. They haven't really said a whole lot. Like, there's one that's supposed to be like a history of Transformers. Yeah. But then there's a, a separate one that's like you know they keep showing these really cool looking covers for like the first five issues, but no really like what's the story and what's going on. Hmm. So it'll be interesting. Uh, Green Lantern. Yeah. So the, the more issues one? in. Yeah. Yeah. I and and I'm the last person I would think would want. A Green Lantern book on my regular pull list like that. I have to I like not even waiting for it for trade. Like yeah. I, I want it uh, monthly, and it's pretty good. Beyond that, the Star Wars. Well, that's one. That's the last really- one I was going to say was like yeah, the Star Wars, the various Star Wars books. Yeah, whether it's Vader or Star Wars or Doctor Afra, mm. who was a character of all people, it's like a character that was made as a side character and is just taking a life onto her own. Yeah. she's awesome, and her droids. Yes. The only comics I read this year were the Star Trek Discovery comics, mm-hmm. uh, and the best of the lot was the annual, the special that was uh, f- the backstory of Paul Stamets and um, uh, Hugh Culber. Uh, I, I love that story. Mm. It, it went into why why um, 
why Stamets joined Starfleet and how he was sort of coerced into being there and how this prickly sort of not very nice guy ended up with a very nice guy like you. So uh, I thought that was the best of the Star Trek Discovery comics that came out this year. Oh, and like speaking of comics, I got sent one to review the other day. Just oh, a short <gasps> story. Excuse me. Um, so uh, there's a guy I've been acquainted with, I guess would be the, the best way of putting it, for a while. His name is Arun Singh. He uh, was a... Uh, guy who worked for Marvel's PR department for years and years. He helped me get a, with my old podcast, he helped me get an interview with Joe Cazada. Nice. I, I bribed uh, him and his crew with Timbits. Nice. Um, he's a former Toronto guy, too. Like, he grew up and raised in the GTA area, and he's now working for Boom in their PR department. But he's also sort of living out two things both at the same time is he's starting to write his own comics. Yeah. And he's starting with WWE comics because he's a huge <laughs> wrestling fan. Um, so he put out the word, anybody want to review one? And I said, well, I do, I'll do a quick review for my podcast. And he does a short story that tells the unexplained story of why Ted DiBiase... And IRS. The million dollar man. Became a tag team. Nice. Because why, like, he was the IRS. Why would he team up with the the million dollar man? The guy who will do anything to... Says everybody's got a price. Yeah. So it, it explains that. And the nice thing about it is he fully accepts the ridiculousness that was WWF wrestling in the 80s. Like, where all the wrestlers had another job other than being a wrestler. Yeah, they all had a gimmick, and the gimmicks were real, and that yeah. was your story. And for a first-time comic, like, he did a pretty solid job. Um, my only complaint about it really was um, the art style isn't particularly my, my cup of tea, but that wasn't him. And there was, a, a, I got a pre-release copy, that, well, PDF of it, and he emailed me right off the bat, and he's like, there's a that word or a grammar mistake at the, the bottom. That will be fixed in the printed one. <laughs> so, like, he's even on top of that. So, um, if you're interested, it's called, uh, da, 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 I think it's called WWE Forever. And it will be out at the end of January. Nice. So it's a it's an interesting fun read. Now you said it's a short comic. Well, it's so an anthology. Part... Okay. So he sent me his story. Yeah. In it. So there's more than just that one. In yeah, there. I'm curious about the other ones. Like there, there's tons of those fun little stories yeah. you could do. But uh, yeah, especially for a first comic, uh, thumbs up for me. And uh, that. Kind of brings us a little bit to the end. We had a pretty good year. I was just looking back at like the tracks as listed on SoundCloud, and like this year we 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 made some guest friends. Like we're we're now friends with a wrestling writer and with a, a guy who another guy who does a lot of podcasts. So Alex Greenfield and Nate Milton. We had Michael Chai White on the show. Yeah, we, we I had completely a forgotten had about a that. A bona fide celebrity <laughs> on an episode. A guy of who has Woo! been on, in movies we have all seen. Yep. <laughs> including some comic book ones. Yep. Um, he was Spawn. He was Spawn. He's in The Dark Knight. He's in the. He's one of the mobsters in the uh, the pencil trick meeting. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It, it, not a huge role. But no, I mean, but still. 
Um, and like we saw a lot of good movies this year, and you know we had, did some cool events. Mm-hmm. I went out east. You guys went down south. Yeah, and I went to Europe. There you go. So who knows where we're going to be going this year? Uh, probably not very far. Yeah, I can't us. afford to go far. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a big nerd trip. Uh, brewing, brewing. I heard you've already booked your time off. I have booked the time off. That's step one. Step two is booking everything else. Exciting. Yeah, I, I, I'm so tempted to to do that uh, Star Trek cruise that I sent you the link for. Yes, um, William Shatner, Shatner just, just got announced for it. I'm like, ah, I need to be independently wealthy. Yep, and I could take you all because there's that, and I so want to do the Jericho cruise this year too. <laughs> But I want to do no a way cruise. I could talk to Jenna in that one. I want to do a knitting cruise. Mm. <laughs> Can't you make any cruise a knitting cruise? Yeah, but this one you have is like the the uh, uh, the ports that you go to all have like knitting have yarn stores. Oh, and, and the on boat uh, or the on ship activities all involve like knitting lessons and That's stuff awesome. like that. I know I want to do it so badly. So, That's funny. Yeah. Brent could do his uh, wrestling cruise and I'll get drunk the whole time and then <laughs> Brent will come on a knitting cruise drink. and he'll get Well, if I was on a wrestling cruise, I might start. I, well, yeah, except the... Well, no, that would... Well, she, it'll be cheap up. if she doesn't drink. Well, if they have Ron Funches on the next one, I might be able to talk her into it. Because he yeah, was supposed okay. to be on the first one. Then I get thrown off the it. ship for stalking Ron Funches. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. i got to try and find his... Uh, Comedy special. In my like super awkward way, it'll just be like every picture of Ron Funges will have me in the background. <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't do that with uh, what's his name, Sean Gunn. No, I didn't stop. I only sort of stalked him. Yeah, and but once you met got, him, you didn't have to stalk him anymore. We got a clear photo with him. Yeah, he smelled good. So um, to end this show, I am stealing from another podcast that I'm going to be appearing on the, in the very near future. Um, from John Pollock and Waiting, I'm stealing likely, unlikely. So I'm going to ask a couple questions. Go round the round table. This is for okay. 2019, and you go with likely or unlikely. Okay. So question number one: Infinity or Avengers Endgame becomes the best grossing superhero film of all time. Oh, likely, likely or unlikely? Likely. Unlikely. Unlikely. Um, well, what's the best one right now? Isn't Black Panther? Black Panther. It still is. I thought. I, think? I thought Marvel. Infinity War passed it. No. Uh, give me a no. second. I will look that up. But why do you say unlikely? I because it has ten years of baggage that goes along with it, and people who have not seen any of the Avengers movies aren't going to go to see um, Endgame. Uh, they'll feel like they'll have had to have seen uh, eleven years of movies. Before they can go see it. Yeah, but at this point, even the people... Infinity War is number one. This is World... Oh, that's opening. Sorry. Okay. Of all time. Black Panther, apparently, is is correct. Okay. I don't think it'll be Black Panther. I don't think so? No. Sorry, that was louder than I thought it would be. (laughs) Uh, it's too bad you can't get a subscription to that magazine. I can if we live in the States. Yeah. So, likely, unlikely, we get the announcement of at least one DC film that we don't know about right now. Likely. So not Harley Quinn oh. going into production, something else. 
an announcement this year? Yes. That year? Oh, likely. Yeah. We'll like, likely get likely, something. Yeah. Not that it's going to be released this year. No. Just that it's going to be announced. Yeah. Unless I don't we're think, filming something in secret, which I don't well, think. Say, I don't think we're getting. Are we getting any DC other than Shazam? We're that's getting coming Shazam, out. and that's it. That, Joker. Oh well, that, that, yeah, Joker. Yes, the, uh, the the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie that I keep forgetting about. And in that similar vein, likely, unlikely, we have a new Batman by the end of the year. That oh. Ben Affleck is out Ooh. somebody else is in. Oh, I don't care. I'm, th- I'm going to go with likely. By the end of this year? By the end of 2019. Because oh. we don't... That movie seems to have fallen and, off the radar completely. And he has been so... On again, off again. He doesn't want to do it. He wants to do it. He doesn't want to do it. Mm. I think it's unlikely that we'll get an official announcement. I'm sick to death of Batman. That wasn't the question. I don't care. care. (laughs) All righty. So I I will hopefully remember that I actually did this. Now, what's yours? You didn't answer. I I think Endgame will probably override Black Panther, but not by a heck of a lot. I think it'll just creep over it. Yep. I I think the the thing with it is it will become the event movie that people will want to see even if they don't know anything about it, much like the Uh, last one. My feeling is if Infinity War couldn't do it, Endgame won't. It's a possibility. Um, I think Affleck is out as Batman, and I, I think that whether we get an announcement, ah, yeah. I want to say yes, because I, I have a feeling we are going to get an announcement by the end of the year. For a Batman standalone movie. For either Batman standalone or for Justice League getting its calendar slot, Yeah, and at which point they will have to resolve a couple issues, and that's one of them. Okay, here's one for you. Likely or unlikely... Marvel will announce a film starring a previously Fox-owned character. Ooh. Announced this year? They will announce. They'll announce, announce, it, announce yeah, likely. <laughs> likely, unlikely, it'll be Fantastic Four again. <laughs> uh, it could be Silver Surfer. It could be... I'm going to so say options. likely, and, but not until the summer. San Diego time. Well, if they're uh, smart, since they have the scrolls in, in Captain Marvel, they'll tie the Fantastic Four into that. There's a D23 this year, too. Oh, so, and that's not until... August. August. Do we get a celebration this year, too? Star Wars celebration, I think so. Is that so. this year? I think so. No, that time's out well since they... Is the movie this year? The movie's this yep. year. This December. Yeah, nice. We should be getting a trailer sometime soon for that. Uh, I don't think we will get one until the summer. What's the What's the next big, huge Disney release? Captain Marvel. Maybe I could see a teaser with Captain Marvel. If not, if not, we'll get it with uh, with Endgame. Yeah, because there was already it caters to the same audience. Well, as... by Endgame, we should for sure. Yeah, but because there was already talk this past November, December. That we may be seeing a teaser, like we, we that we may have gotten an episode nine teaser during in December. Yeah, I'm oh, curious. I, I I really want this to stomp the hole into the rumors that they're doing a soft reboot of Last Jedi. Yeah, and, and making some change. And I don't want that. Do a JJ movie, that's fine. Yeah, I, I'm cool with that. But like, let let Last Jedi stand on its own, whether you like it or not, like it and. Let the like the chips fall as they may. Exactly. 
So that's it for our favorites of 2018 as we move forward into the new year. Yay. Yay. Onward and upward. Um, I have no idea what we'll be doing next episode. Oh, who knows? <laughs> yeah, we'll figure that out. Yes. We'll review stuff and talk about things. And, and, uh, and hopefully, uh, oh, but, okay, so I will have done John and Way's podcast by the time this episode's out. <gasps> Maybe. Have you purchased... Discovery yet on DVD or Blu-ray? I have not. Okay. So I was going to say, maybe by next episode they will have watched it finally? No. We haven't even watched Doctor Who I know. yet. Yeah, we got we, we got to get caught up. There, there's been some Especially with Discovery Season, season 2 st- coming. By the yeah. time we release our next episode, Discovery Season 2 will have started. No, we need to be home for a, a weekend or two. And we need to be home the, for more than two hours. Yeah, and that seems to be hard as of late. But hopefully things will kind of calm down and smooth out. Yeah. And and uh, we, we will figure out our convention schedule at some point, too. And Because we, we have a restaurant we have to eat at for one of the conventions. Because Jen and I did a, a tryout, and it was pretty solid. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so for... Geek Picks? Oh, yeah. I guess we should do Geek uh, Picks. I wondered if you were considering the whole episode off. That's no, kind no. of what the whole episode is. Nah, that was... The- the picks of last year. If now you it's don't a have year. one, you're, no, got one. You're, you're Jen's always got one. Yes. Geek pick. Yeah. What's your geek pick that you always have <laughs> that you look at as like your like squirrel girl? There you go. There we go. <laughs> wow, that was like pulling teeth there. Holy! <laughs> I was looking up when the Elmvale thing is, oh. so I know if I'm working or not. Well, we're doing okay, geek well, I'll go first okay, with Geek Pick. Um, I just did mine. I have just completed watching the films of 1984. Oh. I've got to say, the the last one was one that I thought I had seen, but after watching it, I'm like, I don't think I saw it. And it surprised me with how sweet it is, because this filmmaker is not known for making sweet films. And it was... Um, John Carpenter's Starman, Star which is as a soon very as you started sweet saying movie. It, yeah, it's, it's. I saw a headline for it because it got re-released on Blu-ray recently, and the headline was John Carpenter made a film that was too good for this world. Yeah, it's the <laughs> only John Carpenter movie that at anybody or anything was nominated for an Academy Award. Jeff Bridges was nominated for uh, Best Actor in a yeah. Movie for Starman. Uh, it was just a really sweet film, and after the previous movie, which was. Um, David Lynch's Dune. It was, oh. a, it was a very nice palate oh. cleanser. <laughs> yeah. Now there were eighty four was a great year for movies. Ghostbusters, yeah. Gremlins, Star Trek three. You know, uh, and then there were some really terrible movies like Sheena and Supergirl um, and um, Dune. Uh, so, um, but to end the movies of eighty four with um, Starman was a very nice thing. So I'm going to make Starman my geek pick this year. I got to rewatch that. Uh, I love John Carpenter. I've said that many times, especially that period where he was just like. Firing on all yeah. cylinders at that point, and, and it was nice to see Karen Allen again because, like, I didn't really know her from anything other than Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, Ryan, I'm trying to remember what was my last geek pick. Doesn't matter, you can double them. I know, but I just I wanted to make sure. I'm just hoping it wasn't the same one again because um, I know I watched this over the Christmas break and the holidays, and might have just been since last episode. Uh, the Netflix original movie. Extinction. I know I've talked to you guys about yeah, it. Yeah, you since, did mention it last week. But I don't know. Episode. Did I mention it last week? I don't episode? know if it was your geek pick or not. Or I did I, was that it. just us talking in general? I can't remember. Anyways, go ahead. Okay, well, there's that. Yep. 
Um, I recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's been on there. It's not a new one. It's been on for months. For a while. Um, it's got a nice little twist in it. It's a good story. Good sci-fi. It's got the guy who uh, was Ant-Man's buddy from prison. Yeah. The one that does you know the little stories and stuff. Michael Pena? Yeah. Something his name like, is? Yeah. He's in it. Uh, it's fun. It's good. Uh, and then just in case I had already mentioned that one, I also watched uh, Bloodfest this weekend. The oh, Rooster Teeth oh, the Rooster original Teeth uh, horror comedy okay. uh, that my brother had purchased. Uh, it was pretty good. It was funny for what, you know, it's a good, yeah. you know. And uh, I was supposed to loan it to you and forgot and gave it back to him. Yeah, that's all so, right. So uh, I'll get it back from him one of these days. I still got to watch or uh, return his laser team. Oh, you still have that too? Yeah. Oh, there you go. So those are my picks. Jen, did you have anything else or just Squirrel Girl? No, just Squirrel Girl. Okay. Um, for me, I watched a movie this afternoon that I actually quite enjoyed. It was, uh, I think it's not from last year. I think it's from the end of the year before called You Were Never Really Here. It's a Joaquin Phoenix movie where he plays what appears to be a war vet and FBI, former FBI agent who is severely traumatized. And is now working at uh, retrieving runaway girls for like their parents and stuff like that. And the the only the thing I can say about it is it kind of reminds me of what a what the Punisher would be in real life. Like it, it, like he is messed up. He like it, throughout the movie, Joaquin Phoenix has these fantasies about committing suicide because he is just so broken a character. And but he he kind of gets over it each time, and he does these these rescue missions, and it's not with like like machine guns or anything like that. Like he goes in with basic tools, and the the violence is only hinted at. Like you don't really see a lot of like blood and guts or anything, but the hint just makes it all the more brutal. And like it, like basically, you see him go into a hardware store, and he buy some duct tape and a hammer. And you know <laughs> shit is going to go down and painfully. But not only that, he brought like this real kind of nuance to the character, which a lot of actors wouldn't bring. And I'm not the biggest fan of his. Like he's hit and miss with me. Um, which makes me but it did sort of like, oh yeah, when when he turns it on, he can be a good actor. So maybe there might be something in this Joker movie that nobody asked for that we're getting. Well, uh, we'll see, but it, yeah, it's a, it's on uh, Amazon Prime in Canada right now. I don't know if you can watch it elsewhere, uh, probably somewhere, but it, it and it's not long either. I think it's like under two hours. So uh, it it that is my geek pick for the week. Good pick. Yep. So with that, we end this episode. We walk in with fresh eyes and movie palettes for 2019. Hopefully we see some cool stuff, and hopefully we get to do some, some cool, cool stuff. things. <laughs> um, so for Kevin, Ryan, and Jen, this is Brent saying we will see you next episode. Bye. Bye. Set your phasers to sexy. You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds. On Facebook, under, surprise, True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. 
If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to sexy It's the way 